Now, we've talked about the manuscripts in terms of are they papyri, are they majuscules, minuscules, or lectionaries, but now we want to think about the manuscripts in terms of their contents that they have. And there are four different groups uh, that uh, the manuscripts fall into. Do they have the Gospels? Do they have Acts and the Catholic Epistles, also known as the General Letters? These are the seven letters that we have in the New Testament other than those by Paul or um, allegedly by Paul, namely Hebrews. Uh, so the third category is the Pauline uh, corpus, which includes 14 letters. It includes Hebrews because the early church believed that uh, Hebrews was written by Paul. And so we always group Hebrews with uh, the Pauline corpus. And the fourth group is the book of Revelation. So these are designated E-A-P-R, E for Evangelist, A for Acts, and the Catholics, P for Paul, and R for Revelation. Now, one of the things that's interesting to think about is how many copies we have of each one of these groups of manuscripts. To be sure, some of the manuscripts have more than just one of those categories. We have manuscripts that have almost any number of combinations. You can have the Gospels and Paul's letters, or the Gospels in the book of Revelation, or you might have the Catholic letters in the book of Revelation, or you might have the Catholic letters in Paul's letters. But uh, when you think in terms of what manuscripts we have, or the number of manuscripts we have that have each one of these categories, the numbers are very illuminating. The Gospels, far and away, more than any other category, are, are best represented. We have about 2,000 or more manuscripts that have the Gospels in them of the 57, 5,800 manuscripts that we have of the Greek New Testament. The next largest category is Paul's letters, which is somewhere in the neighborhood of about 700 to 800 manuscripts. So it's about one-third as many as we have of the Gospels. It's significantly less. The next category after that is Acts and the general letters or the Catholic epistles uh, designated with the letter A. Now these manuscripts comprise uh, about 650 to 700, 750 manuscripts have uh, the Acts and uh, the general epistles in them, or portions thereof. So it's pretty close to what we have for Paul. But then the final category, which is really bringing up the rear, is the book of Revelation. We only have about 300 to 350 manuscripts of the book of Revelation in Greek among our New Testament manuscripts. The question is, why is it that there is such a great disparity between the copies of the Gospels on the one end and the book of Revelation on the other? Well, the fundamental reason has to do with the canon. That is, how long it took before particular books were recognized as scripture and accepted into the canon that we call the New Testament. The book of Revelation struggled for a long time to get in, unlike the Gospels, which were readily accepted and treated as these are authoritative because they contain the words of Jesus Christ, and consequently they were very soon recognized as a Christian scripture. Paul's letters uh, completely were recognized as uh, scripture uh, shortly thereafter, or perhaps even at the same time as the Gospels. All of them, except for the book of Hebrews, that one had a little bit of a more difficult history to it. 
Then you've got the uh, uh, Acts and the Catholic letters at various stages of acceptance. Some of them early on, like Acts and First Peter and this kind of thing, First John. Others took much longer to get accepted. So canonicity is an issue that affected the copying of these manuscripts. What's interesting, though, is if the Gospels are accepted very early on, then that means you get to a 4th century copy of the Gospels. There may be 10 generations of copies between it and the original text. But you get to a 4th century copy of the book of Revelation, and there may be only 3 or 4 copies intermediately between the original and the copy that we have in the 4th century. So one of the interesting things on this is that the book of Revelation in the 4th century most likely is going to come closer to the form that it was in when John wrote it in the first century than those gospel manuscripts in the fourth century. One of the other implications that we can begin to think about on this is that if we have nearly eight to ten times as many copies of the gospels as we do of the book of Revelation, what does that tell us about what the early Christians valued when it came to these New Testament documents? To them, by far the most important thing was the life and teaching and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, which they read in the Gospels very clearly, while as not all of the rest of the books of the New Testament speak about such things.